I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Next is now. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and this is the Next Is Now segment. And nowhere are we seeing next in a bigger way than what actually happened in the voting over the weekend at the Republican Party State Convention, where all of those that won election to the party offices were millennials. Carson Jorgensen, of course, is the uh, the new chairman uh, of the Republican Party. Jordan Hess, the vice chair. Uh, Olivia Horlicker is the secretary. And Mike Byrd, of course, is the treasurer for the second time around. Uh, Jorgensen's 32. Hess and Byrd are both 33. And uh, uh, Horlicher is uh, 29. So this is a youth movement extraordinaire. And so some people say they should wait their turn and wait for next. Uh, they have proven that next is now. And Jordan Hess, the uh, new vice chair of the Republican Party, joins us on the line. Jordan, how are you doing on a Monday? Doing well. Thanks, Boyd. So happy to be on with you. Awesome. And uh, I'm assuming you recovered from the weekend. It was a it was a big slate of victories, really, for millennials. And so as you come together with this uh, new leadership, young leadership, uh, what's the focus going to be? What is next? You know, you're right. We uh, we took Sunday to, to kind of clear our heads, but we've been on the phone all day and, and texting and emailing. And what's next for us is we're going to get together. We've got a great vision. We've got some things that we are, are focused on, laser focused on, one of those being engaging the next generation of conservatives in this state. And I think there's no one better to do it than a slate of, of four millennials who are now running the party here in Utah. On top of that, we want to make sure that, you know, we're a party of free thought, free thinking. We want to have debates and discussion. The one thing that can unify us are the principles that we hold dear as conservatives. So we want to unify around our party platform, reach the next generation, and and make sure that we keep Utah a prosperous place. Yeah. One of the things that has been a uh, criticism of the Republican Party, uh, not just here in the state of Utah but across the country, is that it has been an older, a uh, little more monolithic uh, party and you're seeing that as, of course, becoming more diverse. Uh, you've also seen places like Colorado and Arizona, some of those places that have uh, shifted to from red states, solid red states, into blue states. Uh, so as you look at that and that outreach to those uh, millennials and that next generation of voters, uh, what is the, the path there, or does Utah follow those national trends? No, we're going to stay strong. We're going to stay red here in Utah. And how we're going to do it, we're not going to retreat from the principles that we hold dear. We're going to communicate those principles. I think that anybody, no matter their age, no matter their race, no matter what they believe, one thing is for certain that the American dream is real, that you can be become whoever or whatever you want to be in this country. And it's not the government that that does that for you. We've got to, we've got to step up. We've got to realize that we are the makers of our own destiny. 
And we're the party of, of upward mobility. We're the party of opportunity. And we're going to communicate to the young voters that exact thing. Yeah. And so, so what is the, uh, what is that? The, the, uh, uh, I always just have to say, you know, when it comes to, to conventions and events, uh, the Democrats just have more fun. <laughs> they're, they're, they're better at, they're better at the parties. They're better at drawing in the, the young voters to those kinds of events. Uh, what are you going to do different? Uh, as party leadership, as you try to do that outreach and and uh, help younger voters say, oh, that, that might be a space for me. You know, one of the great things about this convention, it was one of the better ones that I remember ever attending. And we had bagpipers on stage and we had World War II veterans that did the, the, the color guard. We had a children's choir that performed. We had a renowned Broadway-style um, performer Sing the national anthem. We had video, audio visuals. We had, you know, it, it was a much different feel than we've had in the past. And it just brought new life, I think, into our party. We want to continue that. We want it to be a place where people can come and, and feel welcome and feel energized, feel that energy. And with a bunch of millennials at the top, we're going to think outside of the box and we're going to come up with some really fun ideas for the party. Okay. One of the things I would love to do is. Get on college campuses. Our, our college Republicans, they exist. The structure is there. But we need to utilize them. We need to activate them. We need to energize them. And I think that we're the right team to do that. Yeah, I think it's so fascinating that uh, many of the uh, younger voters and uh, millennials on, uh, they're actually, if you look at them as, uh, as a group, they're, they're actually a little more communitarian than their, than their parents, actually, in terms of uh, what they do. They do it a little different. They do a lot of it online and virtually and ice bucket challenges and those kinds of things. Uh, but it seems to me that there is an appetite, uh, whether that's on college campuses or in other places uh, around the state, where young people do want to be involved. They do want to be part of the solution. Yeah, and I think that that's what we are seeing is, you know, we a, a bunch of us stepped up to run for office, and like you like you said, I'm the old man in the group, and I'm 33 years old. So, and I love that because I think we're tired of sitting on the sidelines and hoping that the solutions will be brought forward for us. Um, it's time for for this next generation to step up and get involved, and we've learned so much from those. Republicans, generations of Republicans that have gone before. And what I said in our statement that we issued this morning is we know that our principles are timeless and they're right, but they're more applicable today than ever before. So we don't want to change the things that that those have gone before believe, but we want to communicate those to this next generation. And we're excited to do so. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we have the uh, newly minted vice chair of the Republican Party, Jordan Hess, uh, who, as we mentioned, he is the old man of the new leadership team at a whopping 33. Uh, you also are representing something else that is uh, quite unique uh, to the state party for the Republicans, and that is uh, you live and work uh, in southern Utah. Yeah, and I think that that was a. Uh... A surprise to a lot of the delegates and, and also a, a breath of fresh air. I live just eight miles north of Arizona, and I was in shock to see Arizona in the past two years elect two Democrat U.S. senators and then vote Joe Biden for president. I think our delegates and our party members will be well served by having a diverse, ge- geographical diverse group of leaders. Carson Jorgensen is a sheep farmer in San Pete County. I live in deep south 
you know, Washington County, and then we've got Salt Lake County and Davis County represented. So we're going to have a good perspective from all over the state, every region, and, and it's going to be great. All right. Wonderful. Jordan Hess, uh, vice chair of the Republican Party. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm sure we'll have you back uh, real soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, Boyd. All right. Thanks, Jordan. All right. And of course, we'll cover the uh, the Democrats as they uh, go through their organizing and uh, processing as they move into the next year. And then what will be a, a really critical midterm year in 2022. And those uh Battles will begin to be drawn uh, very, very soon. And again, the Republican Party clearly sending a message of youth uh, and geographic diversity. Very interesting from uh, Sam Pete County, from Washington County, uh, Salt Lake and Davis County. Uh, and again, all uh, 33 years of age or younger. Uh, that is a that may be the most important thing that came out of the convention uh, that no one's really talking about. But uh, that may be uh, an issue. There is a, a millennium a millennial shift to the millennials uh, in the Republican Party. So we'll continue to track and watch that uh, as we move forward. We'll look at the Democratic side of the House as well as they get things rolling on their side. And uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside for our bottom of the hour news break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the old boss, the new boss, and is there any difference? Find out what we're talking about coming up next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.